The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey, welcome everybody on this absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, stunning Arizona sunshining afternoon. Josh, was that an apt description of what today looks like? <laughs> it is for now, but soon it's going to be very hot. Well, well, wait a second. It's Mother's Day today. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, that has nothing to do with the weather, <laughs> but it is Mother's Day. So to all of you moms out there, we do wish you a very, very happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope that you have received uh, cards and notes and phone calls from your kids and your grandkids. Uh, so far, I'm lacking two. Josh, that hint, hint. I mean, two I'm lacking. So two of my grandchildren <laughs> haven't uh, given me cards well, I'm sure we'll remedy that after the show. I think we will. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, listen, we've got a great show for you today. A little bit later, we're going to have Sherry on with Title Alliance. And, you know, one of the reasons, Vicki and Josh, that we love to have Sherry on is because when we deal with real estate in Arizona, we are dealing with contracts. Mm-hmm. Correct, Josh? Yep. Everything we do in real estate has to be in writing statute of limitation. It has to be in writing. So everything that we do in real estate, has to be in writing and then that writing if we get into an uh, a, a discrepancy a dispute with either a buyer or a seller what do they refer to the contract they refer <laughs> to the contract and that is what sherry with title alliance is so very good at and the legal department that stands in back of her and she's going to talk a little bit about the contract terms and conditions timelines and so um you know if you have we ask you to stay tuned for that because it is really good information so vicky you and i are struggling struggling today we are both suffering from the plight of the yellow palo verde flowers right they're everywhere (laughs) they're blooming just all over the valley and i thought i was going to get away with it this year and not have any kind of allergy issue but sure enough it has hit me and i'm hoping that by tomorrow or the next day i'll be feeling better i know so josh they're beautiful those (laughs) yellow palo verde trees are absolutely gorgeous the blooms on them but they are treacherous little rascals they are i mean it seems like we've got that yellow snow from the pollen all over our valley and as pretty as they are i'm kind of hopeful that this period will end soon well let's get on vicky with our local arizona real estate market and what we're going to talk about in the beginning here is that luxury market and vicky you uh you do head the carol race team luxury division so you're very good in that in that area so let's go okay all data is compiled from the arizona regional multiple service servicing maricopa and pinal counties Currently, there's 1,742 luxury homes for sale, priced from $1 million to a high of $75 million. The current average price luxury for sale home, $2.9 million, with days on market averaging 111 days. Coming soon, there are 87 properties priced from $1,050 million to a high of $16 million. Under contract in escrow, there are 859 luxury homes priced from $1 million to a high of $13.5 million. The average price luxury home in escrow is two million seventy nine, with days on market averaging ninety. And I'm so sorry, Vicky and Vicky and her allergies. <laughs> so go ahead, Vicky. Okay. So if we take a look at what sold closed escrow, we had fifty one homes closing our MLS since last week's show. Closed escrow price from one million four hundred five million to a high of six point seven five million. 
The current average price sold luxury home in our valley is $1.89 million, with average days on market, 83. Since the first of the year, we've had 1,738 luxury homes close escrow, the highest price luxury home in our MLS that closed year-to-date, $23.5 million. Now, let's take a look at what's going on in that $1.5 million and above. There's 833 properties that have closed escrow since the first of the year over that $1.5 million price point. The average for those homes that closed escrow was $2.66 million with days on market, averaging 87 days for those homes. Well, you know what I'm seeing, Josh? I'm seeing that days on market are expanding out just a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just it wasn't, but but a few weeks ago, and we were saying the average days on market were running closer to 72 to 75 days on market. And so right now, if you take a look at the average uh, on the market, we're looking at 111 days. Yeah, I mean, our market is definitely seasonal, especially mm -hmm. in that luxury yes. market. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a lot of our uh, winter visitors are starting to depart. Um, the weather is definitely warming up. And soon I know a lot of those luxury sellers take vacations of their own or right. they want to wait until after we're through those hot months. So it's not unlikely to see those days on market tick up. Right. And, you know, we, we're seeing only 1,742 luxury homes on the market priced mm -hmm. at over a million dollars. And I want to say again that for a valley the size of Maricopa and Pinal County, that's not a lot of houses. If you really want to think about it, that's not a lot of houses. It's not, especially when Arizona's become such a hot spot for, mm -hmm. you know, luxury. I think a lot of people now have their their eyes set on Arizona between all the companies moving here and that people have just learned the lifestyle. So it's it's not that much inventory. It really isn't. And, you know, Vicki, I, I always hear with interest every week, you, you talk about the most expensive luxury property on the market, and that is the one at $75 million. And I do believe that that is in Paradise Valley, and that's going to be a unique property in that it's on a large piece of ground, and it's going to be a compound. And I'm really excited to see that go up, and hopefully we can get in and get a sneak peek so we can describe it to all of you. Right, yeah. No, that's going to be an amazing home that um, definitely some lucky person will get to buy and have a awesome property there. So Carol, we do in the luxury division have a beautiful home over in the South Tempe area. This is in Corona del Sol Estates at Warner and McClintock area, 1526 East Laviv Lane in Tempe. It sits on an oversized interior lot with no HOA. Um, what's great about this house, it is a custom home. And the lot size is over 17,000 square feet. It's a four bedroom, two and a half bath with a huge game room upstairs. And it's 3895 square feet, but has an unbelievable backyard with swimming pool and attention to detail. And, and we also have a really pretty one coming on the market up in the Troon area, Vicki, for 1.5. That's over 4,200 square feet and five bedrooms. And that is a gem. And you know, it backs to that NAOS natural area open space in Scottsdale and I like that Josh because it's that kind of that lush green Sonoran desert back there yeah it sounds gorgeous I mean we've got tons of luxury properties here at the Carol Royce team we do so if you're out there looking for a luxury home we might have the one for you that's right. Pick up the phone and give us a call today at 480-776-5231. That's 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. Vicki, when you said that we had 51 homes closed escrow, <clears throat> excuse me, these darn allergies, <clears throat> 51 homes closed escrow in the, in the luxury division. Was that just in a week? 
or was that, that was in your a week? Date? Just from okay. last week's show. So, so that's pretty good. So when you can get fifty homes in a week over a million closing escrow, Josh, that's not a bad week, right? No, and it definitely shows that our market is moving. And so if you take a look at if you want to know the total number for the year, mm-hmm. it's been one thousand seven hundred and thirty-eight. So that's a lot more than the fifty-one homes. Okay, so so we've had seventeen hundred homes plus close escrow, and and you know. Um, the average days on the market for those homes are running at about 83 days. So you can see that that was 83 days from mm-hmm. the beginning of the year to date. and But currently, it's 111 days. So when I say that it looks like our market is expanding, it is. But still, if you take a look at that 111 days on market today, that's still far better than what an average market is, Josh, which is six months or 180 days. So you might think, well, Carol, why do you track days on market? Why do you tr- why do you track average sales prices? You know, we track it because when we meet with you, the seller, or meet with you, a buyer, it is important for you to know all of the data about your home. The worst thing that you could do is think that your home is going to sell in one week when the average days on market, Josh, are 111 <laughs> days. Now, we may sell it in a week. Mm-hmm. There's still houses that sell quickly, whether they're mm-hmm. in great neighborhoods mm-hmm. that are sought after mm-hmm. or there's just so many amenities the buyers mm-hmm. are looking for. But, yeah, realistically, we want to be you know attuned to what that days on market average is. And I mean, like you were saying, I mean, under six months, we're still a seller's market we are there. A seller's market. So for anyone who is thinking about selling their luxury property now, maybe the the best time for you to do so. You know, the other thing too, uh, we uh, had our stats sent to us by an independent reporting company at the Carol Race team. Always glad to receive stats, Josh. I was really pleased to see that our sellers negotiated less than one percent mm-hmm. list price to sales price that is very very good so that means that we're pricing these homes right vicky and that our negotiation skills are right there so that our sellers aren't coming off of their pricing by much yeah that's right when you take a look at our average that's where it is and you know that's one thing we take serious we do. Um, at the carries team it's about helping our sellers put the most money in their pocket. Yep. And if you're going to be talking, I'm sorry, Josh, but if you're going to be talking to real estate out, real estate agents out there about getting your home sold, any of you listening to me, that is a question, Josh, that should be asked. Mm-hmm. What is your list price to sales price ratio? Definitely. I mean, we always ask our sellers what their, their goal is, whether that's, you know, they want to sell their home and move to another home or just realize the equity. But in most cases, I find that sellers want to get the most amount of money for their home. No one wants to leave any of that money on the table. And we're here to make that happen. If mm-hmm. you take a look at the average agent out there, you're going to see much higher you know, ratios where they do leave some money on the table. But again, we are constantly looking to be proactive. Um, we do everything from explaining why we're priced the way we are to the other side. We'll meet if it is a financing deal, an appraiser. So we, we fight for your value. Oh, that is so true, Vicki. We do fight for your value. That's right, we do. Um, our home sellers and home buyers are high priority to us. And so um, we're going to do everything we can when we're negotiating for you, whether it's on the selling side or it's on the buy side. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. I am here with you every single Sunday afternoon uh, starting at 2 p.m. Uh, I am in the studio with Josh Collum and with Vicki Middlebrook. And Vicki does, does head the Carol Race Team Luxury Division. And Vicki is our go-to specialist for anything. Thing over that 1 million, 1.5, 10 million, 15 million, that would be Vicki. So, again, we're going to take a short break. Come on back. We've got more information with Sherry at Title Alliance. 
this is Carol Royce, and I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And I am in the studio once again with Miss Vicki Middlebrook. And Vicki, we've got a very special uh, lady in the studio with us today, and she is quite the expert on a subject that, you know, most people don't even consider, but we're going to talk a little bit about title insurance today. And title companies, escrow companies, you can just put that together. But Miss Sherry Hegemeister is with us today. She is, this is an impressive title, Vicki. We know her as Sherry, but listen to her title. She is the Internal Audit Compliance Manager for the Western Division of Title Alliance. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, ladies. Hey, listen. Uh, you know, when you buy and sell real estate in the state of Arizona, well, it's commercial real estate. But for our purposes today, sure, we're going to talk residential real estate. Okay. As as residential real estate agents, Vicki, our sales contracts with sellers and buyers go through title companies. Correct. Sherry, what is the purpose of a title company? What, why, why do we do that rather than just write a contract on a napkin and go down to record it at the county recorders when it's done? We are your neutral third party. Ah. Uh, we are there to check the background of your property. Make sure you have the right seller. Make sure we clear any liens so or important. mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure that title is insurable. Mm -hmm. That's important for your buyer when they go to sell the property. They come back to you, of course, to sell their property. But we wanna make sure that their title is marketable. It's clear. They have sole right to that property and to do with whatever they want to with it. You know, Vicki, sometimes when when we, we use Title Alliance, uh, they are our go-to title agency because of Sherry and, right. and, and her wisdom in this uh, and because of the service that our clients get. But sometimes, Sherry, we'll bring a contract in and we'll hear, well, you know, there is an encroachment. There is this, that there are easements. Did you know that there's an easement running across the property? So these things are discovered during what process? Those are discovered when we are searching the background of the property. Okay. It will come out on your title report that mm-hmm. we provide to buyer, seller, and both agents, mm-hmm. and to the lender as well. Okay. It shows everything of record. Right. So if it's recorded, we're going to find it, and we're going to tell you about it. Boy, that and that is important. That is important for the seller, Vicki, and but very, very important for the buyer, because the buyer, when they close on that property, Sherry, they they need to know some things. They need to know that all of the uh, encumbrances and liens have been cleared. They have been Correct. paid off, and that word marketable title. If, if you're listening to us today and you think that that's not an important word, that is a critically important word. Because if the buyer closes and they don't have marketable title, what does that mean for that buyer down the road when they want to sell that property? That means they're going to run into situations that are going to have to be cleared that they may or may not have been involved in from the past. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. And, you know, so, Vicki, title companies are very important. Again, yes, they are. The Carol Royce team, we use Title Alliance. And, you know, Sherry, it's, it, it's with your vast, vast knowledge that when there is an issue with title, getting title cleared for a buyer or title for a seller, many times if we feel, Sherry, that we're going to have a, a problem with a, with a p- piece of property, 
We'll come to Title Alliance first and say, will you run a preliminary title report? Absolutely. Because this issue or that issue may crop up, and we'd rather settle this in the beginning, get it cleared, than try to do it in the middle of the transaction. Exactly, and that comes up a lot when you have, like, ranch and farm property. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you have an estate that you're dealing with that the Mm -hmm, heirs mm -hmm. may not know what, the principals have done with the property in the past. Right. How many liens or mortgages yeah. there yeah. might be against I know. it. I know. It gives you a head start on getting the title clear. It really does. And, and Vicki, you know, we deal a lot with that. We deal with, uh, with, with siblings that call us and say, uh, mom and dad have passed and I've been named the personal representative of their estate and we'd like to get this home on the market. And Sherry, I thank you for bringing that up because that is so critical. And those instances where the children may or may not know Exactly. We'll always ask Title Alliance to run a preliminary title report, right, Vicki, so we know. That's right. So many times, too, when you get into the estates, we need to know, is it in a trust? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Do the kids have the right to sell the home? Different things like that. So we also have to seek titles, wisdom many times to say, what is recorded here? That, that's so true, Sherry. Exactly. And what we're going to look at the background, see if they owned it individually or in a trust, Mm -hmm. look at the paperwork and advise you on what steps need to be taken if the children do not or the heirs do not have um, authority to sign your listing agreements and or your contracts. Boy, this is very, very important, Vicki, because the worst thing as realtors we can do is run out and throw a property on the market, get a buyer, get get into the, get into the title situation, get midway into closing it, Sherry, and find out there's a big problem. There's exactly. a big problem. Uh, sellers lose patience, but I'll tell you, buyers lose patience, and, and buyers get nervous. If, if, if there are red flags thrown up, buyers get very nervous. And who can blame them, Sherry? Absolutely. The, That's We're here to yeah. make sure that there are no surprises for you. Uh-huh. Sherry had mentioned the um, farm and ranches or even these like county island type acreage properties. Mm-hmm. Many times when we're out with buyers, we'll go look at the property and they start getting excited going, oh, I can put this on this you know, the house is here and I've got all this land. But what they don't always realize, too, is there's easements for <laughs> ingress and egress for somebody that might own the parcel behind or to the side. So things like that are important, too, with title to understand what the property is. Oh, it is absolutely important. Let's talk about something else. You know, we have a lot of non U.S. residents that come to the United States to buy properties. I would say, Vicki, our experience more than anything has been with Canadians, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Canadians. It can be anybody that's a non-U.S. resident wanting to buy real property in, in the United States. We call that FERPTA. So what is FERPTA, Sherry? Foreign Investment Real Estate Property Tax Act. Right. And what, what is that exactly? It comes into play when you are selling a property and you do not have a U.S. social security number. Mm It doesn't matter where you're from, Canada, uh, a citizen of Mexico, Brazil, Croatia, doesn't matter. If you do not have a U.S. social security number, you are subject to the terms that the IRS put forth on the FERPTA Act. 
as if you were a citizen of the U.S. or had or had a U.S. Social Security number. There are extra steps that need to be mm-hmm. taken, extra mm-hmm. paperwork. There's funds withheld from your proceeds okay, and listen, sent everybody. to the IRS, mm-hmm. and you have to actually file a tax return to get that money back. So this is very, very, very important, Vicki, because when you are representing uh, a non-U.S. citizen selling a property, and boy, there are many of them. We sell many, many, many second homes of Canadians that come down to Arizona, buy a second home, and then over the course of years decide maybe to sell that home. You have to be up on FERPTA. You have to be up on what the law says. And that's another reason that we, we really go to Sherry and Title Alliance. That's right. The other thing is there's disclosure to the buyer. Oh, absolutely. When you are selling a property and you're not a U.S. resident, um, FERPTA disclosures need to be up front to that buyer because there could be some cost that the buyer has to absorb if the seller doesn't do things properly. Well, you know, and, and this is another reason that it is very, very, very important to deal with real estate agents, Vicki and Sherry, that understand the real estate market that understand the laws and understand these issues so that we can explain them to our sellers and to our home buyers. Would you agree, Sherry? I would absolutely agree. It's imperative to use professionals. Absolutely. You know, Carol, recently when you bought your new home, that was a FERPTA <laughs> real estate transaction it in the was. sense that the seller was from Canada. And when he reached out to us, he said, I need to have somebody that understands the FERPTA way because I know I have to do some things. And so we were able to step in and we did lean on Title Alliance as well to help us through that process. And and Sherry, thank you for your wisdom in that because we got that transaction closed. Uh, our Canadian seller went back to Canada, was very happy, and his U.S. buyer, Ms. Carol Royce, <laughs> who bought that beautiful home, was and is still very, very happy. So thank you for that, Vicki, but that's very true. So again, you know, knowledge and, and experience and professionalism, they all matter when you're selecting a real estate agent. Uh, this is a complex business that we're in. It's why we lean on Title Alliance for your knowledge, your expert, your experience in that field, and why Vicki and I stay educated and updated on, on the facts that are important to you as a home seller or home buyer. Uh, not only do we sell your home fast but you don't want to sell your home so fast that the agent misses details correct vicky right and cost you time and money we always say we live and die by what's written <laughs> into that residential purchase contract and so it matters who you have representing you oh, amen. from the real estate team to the title to the mortgage yes. all the way through the process it, it, it matters so very much. So pick up the phone and call me. I'd love to talk with you. Carol Royce, 480-776-5231. Uh, Vicki and I are here. We're available. We'd love to talk with you, whether you're a U.S. citizen or, or, or a non-resident. Uh, we can help you in the purchase of homes and especially in the sale of your home. Vicki? You've been listening to Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m., Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today, 480-776-5231. We'd love to talk to you. Or you can always go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. When we come back, we're going to continue talking with Sherry over at Title Alliance. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I am in the studio today, of course, with my partner and the queen. Would you call yourself queen? I will. I'll call you queen. <laughs> of the Carol Royce team, luxury division, Miss Vicki Middlebrook. How are you, Vicki? I'm doing great. How is that luxury division? You know, the luxury division is it's moving right along. You know, with everything in the valley, things have kind of slowed down a bit, but we are still seeing a lot of strong sales happening. We we are seeing a lot of strong sales happening, and and a lot of that credit, Vicky, goes to you on the Carol Race team. And again, we are here with one of our favorite people in the whole wide world, and that is Miss <laughs> Sherry Hegemeister, and she is with Tidal Alliance. And wow, what an impressive what an impressive title, Internal Audit Compliance Manager of the Western Division. Sherry, I would think with internal audit compliance, it's gonna all fall to you. You're seeing all of these disputes and all of these issues come into Title Alliance when an escrow is opened and it falls right on your shoulders. Yes, ma'am, it does. Well, let's talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you as a compliance manager get involved with? I get involved with Earnest money disputes. Earnest money disputes. That's a big one. Because a, a bot, here's what a seller thinks, right? Here's mm-hmm. what a seller thinks. Because we, we have our, our purchase contracts are nine pages long, okay? And we assume that our sellers are reading the purchase contract, every <laughs> word of it and understanding every word of it. When in reality, Vicki, most of these contracts are sent to the seller by DocuSign or e-signature. They're just going on and they're signing it. And, and unfortunately, many of them, even though we advise them to read the contract, well, we are out. We are outlining the contract to them we, we however are. there's some details in there where they think they understand because they've sold homes in the past but they're not necessarily understanding every single line of that so purchase here, contract. here's something that we get from time to time from a seller all right uh so the buyer the house is under contract the buyer does an inspection the seller and the buyer cannot come to terms on the inspection so the buyer cancels under the terms and conditions of the buyer's inspection notice and seller's response the seller will say do we get the buyer's earnest money what is the answer to that no 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 you don't mr and mrs seller you do not get the buyer's earnest money and why is that sherry we look at the four corners of the contract and as long as you are within the time frames and the paperwork is all done within your time frames. And when you work with professionals, it always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, the buyer is entitled to a refund of their money. Okay. Let's talk about another one. Buyer house does not appraise. And so the buyer says the house didn't appraise and the buyer and seller don't come to terms with, with the new purchase price. The buyer cancels. Does the seller get the buyer's earnest money? No. No. Again, why not? There's usually, when, especially if you work with the professional. Mm, the Carol Royce team. She's exactly, talking about the Carol Royce team. I am. There's an appraisal contingency in your contract right. That's right. that allows for the buyer to cancel in the event that it does not appraise. Buyer does not qualify for financing. Miss Vicki, does the seller get the earnest money back? No. No. And, and why not, ladies? There's a contingency in the purchase contract for the financing. Mm-hmm. So if the buyer does not qualify, earnest money goes back to that particular buyer. However, let's say that the buyer is under contract. The buyer does their home inspection. The appraiser comes out to the property, appraises it for value. The buyer is 
um, approved for their loan. And all of a sudden, another house comes on the market that the buyer goes, wow, I like that house better over there. In that case, buyer cancels, they would lose their earnest money. Correct, Sherry? Correct. They absolutely would. You know, Sherry, one of the things that we talk about at the Carol Royce team, uh, we understand that that these contracts are just exactly that. They are legal contracts. They have beginning dates. They have ending dates. They have all of the legalese in them. You need, Vicki, to deal with a real estate agent that understands the written word in these contracts and can advise the buyer if they're working with a buyer or the seller if they're working with the seller what what these contracts mean, what, what, what the stipulations are, what the time frames are, Sherry, that exactly. you said. Because they're very specific on time frames. Very. And we have to live within those. So let's get down the road just a little bit here. So we're supposed to close on February 1st, if that's a weekday, I just picked a day, and the buyer doesn't close. The loan docs aren't to you, Sherry. The lender has not provided the loan docs. What is the seller's, what are their options if we get to the close date and nothing happens? The seller needs to cure mm-hmm. the buyer, um, and that gives the buyer then three days to perform. And that's an important thing. That doesn't necessarily mean, Vicki, that the seller is canceling but they're giving a cure notice to the buyer. They're saying, buyer, you are in breach of the contract because we had a closing date of February 1st. When does the when can the seller issue that cure notice to the buyer, Sherry? 5 p.m. the day of closing. So 5 p.m. comes, we're not closed, then the seller can do that. They can issue the cure notice. Correct, and it's calendar days. Calendar days. Not business days. So if that's at five o'clock on a Friday, Correct. They have until Monday to close. What if Monday is a holiday? I believe that that then goes to the following business day. It does. I believe it does too on Tuesday. These things are very, very important, uh, you know, because we're advising you, the seller and or the buyer, through the through the process of this. Right. Again, Vicki, these contracts are lengthy. There's a lot of words in there. There are a lot of legalese and time dates. And, and if this party fails, this party has the right to. These are contracts. And so, again, at the Carol Royce team, Vicki and our team, we know the contracts. We we know the contract and we really don't have these issues at the Carol Race team because we're educating our sellers and our buyers through the process. And I always say to them, that's why you have us on your side, whether we're on the buy representing them on the buying side or the selling side. And we're walking them through the process every step of the way so they don't have these unfortunate issues. No, that's exactly right. So Sherry, just from my personal experience, sometimes sometimes we get hung up because the lender gets hung up, meaning the buyer's mortgage company right. gets hung up. So so tell me when a closing happens, what what does Title Alliance need to close if it is financing, if there is gonna be a loan, right. what do you need? I need a closing disclosure from the lender, which okay. gives me all of the loan fees. Okay. Um, I know what all the real estate fees are, commissions, taxes, HOAs, mm-hmm. um, subject transfers, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the lender is going to be charging until I see their CD or closing disclosure. Okay. We need to balance with their 
people. Okay. In other words, we need to agree on the bottom line that's due from the buyer and agree on all of the fees. And then I need their loan docs. Absolutely. So nothing happens in, in the world of title, and it doesn't matter which title company, nothing happens in the world of title without these things happening. Correct. We like, at the Carol Race team, we love to see the title docs come over to you at, at Title Alliance, the, the loan docs, rather. Not the day of closing. Yeah, we would prefer that <laughs> as well. It is possible. Mm-hmm. But your, your contract does call for those docs to be in my office three days prior to closing. Three days prior to closing. And so, Vicki, we're all over that right because especially if we're representing well either what either party the buyer or the seller you want those docs in a timely manner because sherry your your escrow officers are going to be reaching out to the buyer and seller and letting them know that that the cd is here yes and here is here are your costs here's what seller your proceeds are going to be and buyer here's what you need to bring to title correct and well, not only party, that. Parties are one, that, that's, a, that's a huge interest to the parties. Well, the reason it needs to happen three days prior is because she's got to do all that work. She's got to balance with the lender and then notify the seller and buyer that they need to come in and do signings. That's well, true. guess what? Many times buyer and seller work. And they just can't drop their work schedule because a lender delayed their their documents. So that's why it's really important to get them there three days in advance so everybody has time to sign both buyer and seller parties and to make everything smooth so it can actually record on the day of closing. Oh, Vicky, Because the buyers have their moving truck with That's them. what I was going to say. There's a, there are those moving trucks that we deal with constantly, Sherry. The seller many times doesn't want to move out until they know it, that it has been inked and the buyer is sitting there with their moving van hoping to move in. And so it all comes down to, the, to that closing. It sure does. Yeah, so it's important to work with professionals like the Carol Race team and Title Alliance. So that way you have a smooth closing process. And again, the Carol Race team is with you every step of the way. Agent selection matters more than ever today. It does. does. So reach out to the Carol Race team today at 480-776-5231. And if you have any title questions or anything like that, we can definitely put you in touch with Title Alliance and they can help you with any of those questions maybe you've inherited an estate or something like that and you need some information well and that's right and let's just talk about that moving truck if you are a client buyer or seller with a carol race team we do have a moving truck that that you can use absolutely complimentary from our team it it it's like a u-haul truck for you know in in the valley in the valley in you, the valley moves only <laughs> you can't take it to tennessee we did have one client that said I, we'd like to we're moving to tennessee can we take your truck and i go but then how do i get it back right. i guess i'd have to fly to tennessee vicky local spend, valley moves only spend a few days in nashville i'm just thinking this could work out i could spend a few <laughs> days in nashville and <laughs> no that doesn't work uh, let's just clarify that if you're in maricopa or pinal county and you're a client of the Carol Race team, we are happy to share our moving van with you. Yeah, we want to make things easy for you along the process. So you've been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every single Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold, guaranteed, or Carol will buy it for cash. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today. We'd love to talk with you. 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to talk about what's going on in that under a million real estate market. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And I am in the studio today with Joshua Cullum and Vicki Middlebrook. And, you know, as we've explained before, Vicki, you are suffering the, the plight of the yellow Palo Verde. Right. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so allergies are, are in the air, right, Josh? That they are. Hey, you know, that was just wonderful having Sherry as our guest. And one of the reasons that the Carol Royce team, we partner with Tidal Alliance is because of their expertise, right, Josh? Mm-hmm. You know, Vicki, I always say we live and die by what's written on that contract. And at the Carol Royce team, we we know what is in the contract. We right. we know the contract. We we know the terms and conditions. And then, Josh, there's a lot of other things that go with a contract. There's the buyer's inspection notice and seller's response. Mm-hmm. That has timelines in it, too. That does. And then he may have, you know, the additional clause addendum, um, you know, buyer contingency addendum. There's all sorts of various addenda that can be incorporated. And you really need a title company that A, knows these documents through and through, but B, will fight for whatever side, you know, needs to win in these situations. Fairness. Mm -hmm. They're all about fairness. And... Here's the other thing, too. Josh, you, Vicki, and I and our team, we know the contracts. We do. I mean, we're constantly taking classes to learn any updates to them, Um, working with our broker. I mean, there's all sorts of information that we're going over to to better understand these contracts ourselves. Because, Vicki, standing in back of us is that great big old Arizona Department of Real Estate. Right. <laughs> so we, we want to steer clear of them, right? That's right. We, no. we, we want to stay on their good side. So we've talked about the high-end market. And we've talked about days on market have lengthened just a little bit, but that market is still very strong. It's still very active. There are buyers out there. Vicki, what's going on in that under a million market? So if we take a look at what's going on in the under a million market, and this data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service servicing Maricopa and Pinal Counties. Currently active single-family detached homes for sale, 6,755 homes. Average price point, $538,769, with days on market averaging 79 days. Coming soon, there's 430 properties getting ready to come on the market. The average price for those homes, $548,891. In the coming soon status, some of these homes are currently allowing showings on them. Under contract in escrow, there's 7,127 homes that have buyers on them going through the inspection, getting a mortgage if they're not paying cash. The thing that's interesting, there's 6,755 homes for sale, but there's 7,127 Homes under contract. So we have so, more homes under contract than we do on the market today so, to buy. You know, Vicki, uh, you're, you're tracking this on a weekly basis. And you know what? We had the same thing last week when you mm-hmm. gave your report last week and the same thing the week before. So, Josh, that's just kind of a little dynamic in our marketplace. That is showing that we are in a little bit of an inventory void. Yeah, I mean, for a while, we've had the opposite, where we had way too many houses in the market right, and not nearly right. enough contracts, and it's sort of reversing. Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm out there working with buyers um, and sellers, you definitely notice a little pickup in that under a million market that we haven't really seen in a little while. I know. Yeah, so again, under contract in escrow, 7,127 mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. The average listed price for those homes with buyers on them. Is four hundred eighty nine thousand six hundred and two dollars with days on market averaging fifty nine days. Now let's take a look at just what closed escrow just since last week's show. We had nine hundred ninety eight homes close. The average price um, four hundred eighty thousand seven hundred seventy three dollars. 
The average list price for those homes, 487104 That is an average difference of $6,931 of negotiating that happened on those homes. Mm-hmm. That's so not much. Mm-hmm. what we're seeing mm-hmm. is that negotiating is actually dropping. Mm-hmm. And how that's coming to play is as inventory shrinks, supply and demand. So we are starting to see that some of those buyer perks that were out there with a lot of negotiating is starting to tighten up more today. Exactly. exactly. That's and the exactly days on market for those homes mm-hmm. under that closed actually is running 70 days. So here's a couple of things I see from Vicki's report. I, I see that, that the average uh, uh, under contract and the active let's just go to the actives mm-hmm. okay so we're so we're looking at about 539,000 on the actives I'm just going to round round these up so that so that's a higher number because if you take a look at those that that are closing that's in the 480 price range so so the actives the average price is 590,000 539,000 but the actives that have closed are 480,000. So so that shows me Josh and Vicky that our prices are moving up a bit. Yeah, I mean any new activity is probably mm-hmm. going to be priced a Move little higher. Mm-hmm. You may mm-hmm. have some inventory in the actives that's just been above the market for quite right. some time also bringing that number up. But it feels like, you know, prices are kind of trending upward in some communities for well, sure. I think so too. And then on the coming soons you said there's 430 coming soon, and those prices are tracking at 440. I'm so sorry, 549,000. Right, 549,000. Here's what so, you need to know. Yes, it's always going to be the more affordable homes are going to be the first to sell. Mm-hmm. If well, buyers feel that those homes are priced right, they look good, that's going to sell first. So that's why some of this lingering stuff in the you know, with a higher price point or what comes on the market, sometimes they test the market high, but then they need to do a price reduction. You see a price reduction mm-hmm. out there and things mm-hmm. like that happen. Exactly. So so here's the deal. You know, Josh, I can I can remember back oh two years ago and we were talking about the average sales price of being just barely above four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And look <laughs> at us today, five hundred and forty nine thousand. It is, it is. But that that's the tale of our market. Now in my opinion, because as you know, Josh, we travel around the country and we see other markets. Mm-hmm. But when you look at that California market, that Oregon market, that Washington market, we are so well priced here. I mean, to them, we look truly undervalued. Yeah, I mean, I think Arizona's always been a great place for affordability. I know inflation has hit, you know, mm-hmm. all sorts of places mm-hmm. across the country. And, um, Part of our, our market has inflated, but at the same token, we're not to the insane prices that some of these other no. you know states are seeing. Um, and then one thing that I want to mention, too, is that you were just mentioning about how um, the negotiating power has kind of gone down yeah, a little bit. Um, for anyone out there who's been interested in buying a house, I mean, there's still negotiations being had, but if our market does, you know, trend upward even further, you lose more and more of that buying power. So if you are thinking of making a move and you want to buy your first home and you might need some help from the seller, now's the time. I think or, so too. Or if you sold your home and you're sitting in a rental because you wanted to try to time the market and mm-hmm. see where the bottom is of the market is, everyone is kind of buzzing around saying we could have already saw it and pricing might be going back the other way. We just don't know for sure, but don't 
lose your opportunity. Exactly. I, well, mean, yeah, I, I wish we had that crystal ball to really time the market, but we can look take a look at the numbers that we see today and kind of make our, our estimates from there. Now, if inventory rises, it's a whole different mm-hmm. ball game. But right now we're in we're low, low inventory. inventory. And maybe there's some inventory that's going to come on the market as... You know, kids are graduating from Arizona mm-hmm. State and University of Arizona and Northern Arizona. Maybe some of these empty nesters will start to put their home on the market and go downsize. Well, we're seeing it. We're mm-hmm. seeing it. But I'm just saying, as now that we're coming into the graduation and the end right. of school year, maybe we might see some more properties come on the market for the summertime. If that happens, um, then, you know, there might be a little bit of a slowdown. But right now, our inventory is really, really low. So, Vicki, we just had that experience last weekend. We were called by a couple that has a beautiful 5,000-square-foot house in North Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Last child has left home, and they just kind of looked at each other one day and said, why do we need 5,000 square feet? Right. You know, and when we went in to meet with them, all of the bedrooms were closed off, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you don't even go in it. So, <laughs> so they, they're going to downsize. They're going to sell that beautiful, beautiful property. They're going to downsize into something smaller, Josh. And uh, they're just going to take a couple of cruises and and, uh, have a little more vacation time. That sounds sounds nice. (laughs) I I could use some of that myself. (laughs) Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every single Sunday afternoon. And I am so sorry. I am stumbling today, so bear with me. (laughs) It's Mother's Day, so we're, you know gonna get out of studio when we're gonna go celebrate oh so. let's tell the truth i've already had two glasses of champagne <laughs> not really not really but vicky and vicky and i are suffering a little bit from these darn allergies and so uh while we love arizona while we love the sonoran desert when everything is in bloom and just a little bit dusty josh there is a little bit of a price to pay <laughs> there is i mean it's such a beautiful time of the year everything it seems to be beautiful. blooming but unfortunately our noses take the hit <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have friends that are posting on social media right now showing flowers that they've owned for like 15 plants, mm-hmm. 15 and 20 years, never once saw a bloom on it, and the thing's blooming like crazy. All that rain we had is just causing this whole valley to bloom right up. I have that too, and they're called weeds. <laughs> so just, just so you, you do not. Your yard's <laughs> impeccable. Hey, you are listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. I'm here with Josh and Vicki. We're here with you every single Sunday afternoon. We hope you're all doing well. Uh, any of you moms out there, just say God bless you. Uh, you know, moms are special people. Uh, grandmas are special people. Aunt, aunties are special. So, uh, you know, uh, we just hope that you have a very special day today, that you're with people that love you and that you love, and maybe you get a nice little treat. That's right. We D- hope you dinner do. Dinner out, flowers, whatever. And you know, Carol and Josh, maybe you're thinking about buying mom a new home. We have a beautiful home over at 4660 South Robbins Way in Chandler. Beautiful neighborhood in McQueen Lakes over at Chandler Heights and Arizona Avenue area for 770000 This is a beautiful home, three bedrooms, two and a half baths and a huge loft upstairs the only thing upstairs is this giant like game room loft attention to detail highly upgraded this home is french country style beautiful um buy mom a new home for mother's day well i could go for that josh (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a nice home sounds like a nice home hey again we are so glad that you decided to spend your sunday with us your mother's day sunday with us we will be here again next sunday this is carol royce your home sold guaranteed where our name is our promise 480-776-5231 or vicky you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it. Call her today, 480-776-5231. We'll see you next Sunday.